Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing with the Gospel of Mark, and we're up to the fifth chapter. And as we have already seen in Mark, and we're going to see repeatedly, Mark pushes the narrative along. <laughs> okay, he presses the thing. He says, okay, let's keep going, let's keep going. He'll say immediately, 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 that type of thing. And so in the fifth chapter, the first verse of Mark, we see it says this, they came to the other side of the sea into the country of the Gerasenes or the Gadarenes. Uh, Different Gospels give us different insights into this account right here. It's really, really important <laughs> what's happening here. Okay, But we see that Jesus goes to the other side of the sea. He's constantly moving from one place to the other. How does he know when to move? Yep, you're right. That's what he says over in John 17 in his high priestly prayer. He says, Father, I only said what you told me to say, and I only did what you told me to do. So he's being led by the Father, by the Spirit. So they wind up there in the country of the Gerasenes. Verse 2, when Jesus got out of the boat, immediately, there's that word again, immediately a man from the tombs with an unclean spirit met him, and he had his dwelling among the tombs. Now that's verse 2, part of verse 3. So Jesus goes on the other side of the sea. He gets out of the boat, and immediately a man from the tombs comes and meets Jesus. And he has what's called an unclean spirit. In a minute, we're about to see that it's uh, demonic, it's demons. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of demons. Now, sadly, many in the contemporary Western church today uh, just nearly write this off and write this account off and write these things off, but you see it all the way through the Gospel of Mark and all the way through the Gospels that Jesus was having encounters with the unseen realm, with demonic entities, demonic beings. And they would be in human beings and manifest in human beings. We've already seen it in Mark, okay? So this guy is so bad that he lives in the tombs. Verse 3 continues. And no one was able to bind him anymore, even with the chain. Let me stop right there. No one was able to bind him anymore uh maybe carries the idea that once upon a time they could bind him <laughs> you know but now he's unbindable even with a chain verse four continues because he had often been bound with shackles and chains and the chains had been torn apart by him and the shackles broken in pieces and no one was strong enough to subdue him and if you've ever seen this uh, in the natural, okay, if you've ever seen this uh, where a demon is manifested that way, it is not hard to believe at all because uh, the demons will do things to the human body. They, they don't care if harm comes to the human body. They'll just find another body. But what we will call supernatural strength is manifested quite often uh, within human beings where the demons have taken control like this. And so they had chained this guy, they had shackled this guy, and he just broke him. Listen to what his state of affairs were. Verse 5, constantly, night and day, 
He was screaming among the tombs and in the mountains and gashing himself with stones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're thinking about something now, right? We've actually seen this uh, become uh, somewhat prevalent in our times, particularly with young people that will cut themselves, that will harm themselves, and they don't even know why they're doing it sometimes. It's because of a demonic thing like this. Uh, it's nothing new. It goes all the way back to the time of Elijah. Okay, You see that in Elijah with the false prophets when they were calling upon God, they were cutting themselves and bleeding, trying to get their gods to respond to them. Remember that? Okay. So in this situation, this man is screaming among the tombs. He's screaming among the mountains. It's the demon screaming in and through him. And I say it again, always keep in mind that this is a human being fearfully and wonderfully made by the Most High God. And Quite often, it's not the human that's screaming. It's not that. It's the entity that's doing it in and through him that is using his body, literally. Okay, Verse 6, seeing Jesus from a distance, and it's talking about this man, he ran up and bowed down before him. So Jesus gets off the boat. This guy sees him from the distance because he lives in the tombs. He lives in the mountains there. He sees Jesus getting out of the boat with a whole entourage here, right? And he comes running, and he bows down before him, and he's shouting with a loud voice. So he's screaming out. Okay, He's not just sitting there bowing in humility. He's not bowing in worship. He is bowing out of abject terror and fear. And listen to what he's shouting with a loud voice. He's saying this, What business do we have with each other, Jesus, Son of the Most High? I implore you by God, do not torment me. <laughs> so there's so much here. Look what's being said. First of all, he's demanding to know what business Jesus has to be in there. And what business does he have with each other? There was some kind of interaction that was going on. Well, the next verse tells us what the interaction is. For he, that's Jesus, had been saying to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. So this man comes running up with these demons. He bows before him. Jesus is commanding that and telling this demon to come out of him. The demons respond back, what business do we have with each other? And he declares who he is. He says, you're Jesus. He says, you're son of the most high God. He knows him. Okay? These demons know who Jesus is. How do they know? <laughs> well, they've seen him, okay? They knew who he was. Now, this gets into some interesting things as to who the demons are. You know, I used to think that, that the demons were the, uh, uh, the uh, rebellious angels that had gone with Lucifer, okay, when he left and took a third of the angels with him, that kind of thing. Uh, I don't think that anymore. I don't think that's what Scripture teaches. I think the demons are likely the disembodied spirits of the offspring of what we see in Genesis 6, where the sons of God come down and co-inhabitate with the daughters of man, and they raise up mighty men, the Rephium and these kind of things. Well, they raise up these mighty men. When these men die, okay, they're partially human, and they're partially Elohim, partially of the sons of God. So they really don't belong in either world. And their spirits don't belong in either world. And so the demonic spirits are the ones of that offspring that are still here on earth. 
Okay, they're here on earth because they don't belong in the afterlife per se. And so there's some really intriguing things about that. So anyway, going back to where we are, verse 7, what business do we have with each other? Jesus, son of the most high, I implore you by God, do not torment me. And so these demonic things are imploring him or just begging him by God, by God. So they, they, they acknowledge that. He says, I'm swearing, I'm adjuring you by God. I'm imploring you by God. Do not torment me. Well, how is Jesus tormenting me? Well, I think that's one reason Mark wrote this in the way that he did, because the next verse again says, For, because Jesus had been saying to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. See, Jesus telling him those unclean spirits, we're about to find out later on in the next episode, there's a bunch of them. By Jesus saying, Come out of the man, they were considering that to be torment. And it was, because they wanted to stay in that man. But the fact that Jesus was saying, come out, come out, come out, they were responding, you're tormenting me. But they acknowledged that Jesus was, is the son of the most high God. Remember, the disciples were there. People were around there hearing this and seeing this. Well, we'll resume with this next episode, okay? This is Mark chapter 5, verses 1 through 8. Go read it. I'll see you in the next episode.